Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Stone in Pine Bluff. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer back with us today from Northwest Arkansas. Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater. We are also joined by one of the world's top-ranked golfers, and that is better known as Quinn Grovey, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Good afternoon, Quinn. Good afternoon, Rick and Chris. Well, it's not all talking well, good once. Good afternoon. I, fi- I fig- well, I figured Rick was going to jump in right there. Rick, tell him the rules. Rick, I'm glad to be here. Tell him the rules, Rick. <laughs> tell him the rules. You told me. You explained to me. That's why I waited, Rick. Where's Rick? <laughs> All right, I guess Rick's not. Rick, yeah, Rick's still in Oriole well, land. Well, he, yeah. he is in mourning. He, he is. He, yeah. he probably will come out of mourning <laughs> here in a few moments. How'd you play today, Q? Man, I had fun. Let's just start with that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I had a great time. That doesn't, you know, that 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 encompasses an awful lot when you say you had fun. That doesn't really tell you how well I hit shots, but I I played with a lot of great people. I played with the uh, the riser the riser four. Uh, folks uh, from Hot Springs and my good friend Matt Barrett and John Ringold and uh, you know all those guys uh, Hayes Riser and and uh, Stuart Riser and so it was just a fun time. Paul didn't them. play. A great time. And Paul didn't play. No, 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 no. no so, but we had a great time, man. And that that uh, Hot Springs Village Razorback Club, they do a fantastic job of supporting the program they do a fantastic job of supporting uh just Razorback athletics in general and so uh anytime we get a chance to to come over here uh it definitely uh is something that I'm always going to do all right Rick do we have you now well let's see I hope so okay because you are coming in on an input that I'm not familiar with normally you come in on white or C and today you're on A or green take your pick but well, all I know is all I know is the numbers are eight, six, and five, and I was on five for uh, Basil yesterday, and that's Trey Biddy's line, so I've switched back to eight. But if you want me to go to Swix, that's all I know. <laughs> I don't, I don't hey. care. I don't anyway. care. You're on. I got your text, and I thought, well, the only way that he's not on is because he's on the opposite um, yeah. uh, input. So well, we yeah. are all good to go. Are yeah. are are. We were kind of teasing at your benefit, but man, first time since May 2022, the Orioles were swept. Man, I felt for you last night. Right. Thank you. Here's the way I look at it. It's interesting when you look at the websites, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, they're all still giving the Orioles accolades because they were young and they just didn't win this time. And it was nice being there. You know, there were uh, 40,000 people at the game, probably one of their biggest crowds they've had in Arlington. And surprisingly, most of them were cheering for the Rangers, uh, very few cheering for Baltimore. And Can't understand you know, why. Yeah, it was 6 nothing after two innings. The Rangers are hot. And that's what, when you get into these playoffs, just like the Phillies last year, they were the last team in for the National League, and they made it to the World Series. And the Rangers aren't the last team in. They actually tied the Ranger, the uh, Astros for the Western Division Championship. But they're really hot right now, and their pitching's good. So it was nice being there. Got to watch the Ranger fans celebrate. Glad I went. 
Nice to be back. Ready to go. That is not true. You were glad to see the Ranger fans celebrate. No, I, no, I said I was, gl- I was glad I got to see that, but I wasn't oh, glad to oh, okay, yeah. okay, I started so, to say. But it's okay. Uh, you know, that's... Hey, look. After... What three of the last three of the last not last year but before last year three of the four seasons before that they lost a hundred games they won a hundred games I I had a six months of enjoyment they lost in the playoffs that's all all right Quinn how soon do you bounce back from a loss and I realize it's different now than being a player now you're in a broadcast role you've got to kind of pick your chin back up but uh, how long does it take you to bounce back from a loss. <laughs> Well, even as a broadcaster, it takes me a long time to bounce back. So, uh, you know, the, <laughs> but as a player, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, you get it. You're playing in the best conference in America. You know that every single week, nobody's going to care about what happened to you the previous week. Everybody's looking forward, and they're trying to to uh, to take you out. And so, uh, Arkansas has just got to figure out how to get focused. Um, and I've said this time and time again, and, and I go back to my senior season, and when we were 3-8 and eight after winning championship after championship, you know, you get into that stretch, and you've got to make sure you, you, you focus and get out of that funk because uh, you can get to the point where it becomes very, very difficult to go to practice to go to the 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 film room to to go to the weight room to work out you you've got to understand you got to find a way to keep the fun in it and i think that that's really what what you've got to focus in on and i i've I've thought about this a lot because i think about what should i have done in my senior season to really try to to bring us out of that funk and it was really about being more focused and, and create more fun and when you look at the last and I'm not saying, you know, going to play hacky sack for two hours a day during practice. I'm saying, you know, it's fun when uh, you want to be in the facility. It's fun when you're trying to figure out ways that's going to allow you to have success on Saturday. It's fun when you're you're working hard and you see the work uh, pay off on game day on Saturday. So it's that's what I'm really talking about. Uh, but that's the thing that you got to do. You, college football has to be fun. It can't be something where you go, oh, gosh. And, you know, you get all the outside influences coming in that have access to you now with social media, et cetera. It's, it's, you just got to find a way to focus. Because you look at those last three, uh, last four games, you had a chance to win three of them, really. And it really was because of things that you did because you didn't play your best game. And so that's a, that's a bright spot. I know nobody's looking for that as an answer. But your team has been very, very uh, involved in the in three out of those last four games. You had a chance to win them, and and it's you didn't win them because of things that you did. And to me, that is something that you can build on because if you can focus, and if you can uh, you know do the right things and win those four or five plays that are game changing plays, that gives you an opportunity to win on Saturday. Now you're dealing with the biggest hurdle you've had to deal with in the SEC, which is Alabama, and so. It'd be no better time than to, t- to find a way to get off the snide, but it's definitely going to be an uphill battle. Right now, a 19-and-a-half-point favorite, Alabama is. Quinn, when you look at a matchup like this where the Razorback team currently is, how much do you embrace this, though, when no one's giving you a shot? Nobody. You, you're on a little bit of a losing streak. I say a little bit. I mean, it's just, it's been a rough skid for them. But... You do have some things to build upon in terms of we've seen some glimpses in terms of the offense been able to move the ball. They've just been frustrating at times in what they've not been able to do in short yardage situations. We know Nick Saban historically does not like playing quarterbacks like KJ, big dual threat guys. As as long of a shot as it is, as a player, though, how much are you looking forward, uh, a former player looking at what the current players look at, how much are they looking forward to this opportunity when no one gives them a shot? Uh, that's a great that's a great question and that's really one that you know I don't know if anybody knows the answer to because I mean I, I would I mean look if you come into this game if Arkansas came into this game 5 and 0 they would still be looking at you know Alabama they've won 16 straight I mean there's a hurdle mentally that you've got to get over and so really this is all about mindset and um You've got a, a quarterback that is very, very seasoned who can help you win those types of football games. But to me, it's all about mindset and making sure you, you have the right focus. 
because, like I said, Alabama does not care about anything that's taking place. And in fact, they're trying to get on track. And at 11 a.m., you know, they're going to show up and they're going to be ready to take it to you. So if your mindset is not ready to go compete, if your mindset is not engaged on your assignment and, and executing what the coaches are talking about, then it's going to be a long day for you. So all you, what you've got to do is understand out of three of those last four games that we lost, had we played our best, you know, what would have really happened? And so you've got to find a way to find out what went wrong, how do you correct that and give yourself an opportunity to play your best? That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Give yourself an opportunity to play your best and let the chips fall where they may. Well, Quinn, maybe one advantage will be Alabama is used to playing on CBS, ESPN, 2.30, night games. And Randy told me, I didn't know this, that this is their first 11 o'clock home game in seven years. So maybe they won't be ready for this, huh? <laughs> maybe they'll be asleep by the time kickoff comes. Under Saban, I doubt that. But first time in seven years they've had to play at 11 o'clock. Well, they're not even living in the real world, are they? <laughs> no, no. How much but, has Saban uh, struggled? How much has Saban struggled this week to talk up the Razorbacks to his own oh, team? Oh, not at all. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. He's talked about how, how great their quarterback is. How good how Sanders made all those yards last year. How their defense is vastly improved, which it is. That's Arkansas's to the media, though, Rick. Vastly, how, that's yeah. to the media. How? But his oh, his team his team knows. They look at video, sure. Yeah, his yeah. team his team probably yeah. That's to the media, and he has to do that. But I wonder, I wonder what the what their team is looking like at here's Arkansas. Here's what here, here's what I'm guessing, Quinn. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Saban is a perfectionist. They had ten penalties against Texas A&M. They had nine pre-snap penalties. Arkansas had. Six, what six against uh, Ole Miss? So both teams are concerned with that. Nick Saban's not telling his team, "Hey, Arkansas is not any good or Arkansas is great." He's saying, "If you don't correct this, we're going to put somebody else in your place." Yeah. That's what he's telling his team right now. Well, I'm certain. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's a situation where you know Alabama they they've got a boatload of talent, and so they've got an opportunity to correct those mistakes by you know either you do it or somebody else will 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 do it. And so, uh, but. Uh, look, I look at I look at again. I, I look at this defense and for Arkansas, and they've been very very opportunistic. They've been able to create some turnovers. They've been able to actually score points off of turnovers. And they've been able to cre- create short fields. You know, if I'm Travis Williams, I said let's go do let's go do what we've been doing. I, I don't think you have to do anything superhuman. I just think you've got to be very very focused. You got to limit those penalties. You got to limit turnovers. You got to do the basic things that we're talking about. And if I mean, if you have to punt and try to play defense, that's okay. But uh, you know, I, I'm a, Alabama is really starting to hit their stride right now. I think uh, Tommy Reese, who's the offensive coordinator for uh, Alabama, who came from Notre Dame, is really starting to figure out what he needs to do with Jalen Milrow. And, and and Milrow, while he is not probably the most accurate passer from that 10 to 15 to 20 yard range. He has a strong arm. He can make things happen down the field, and you know how aggressive and and, and uh, fast he can be in the run game. When I look at him, I look at a freshman, Jalen Hurts. I look at a guy who was considered a runner, not a very good passer, but they found a way to develop him into uh, an adequate passer. I think that's that's what they're trying to do with Milrow, and unfortunately, that defense is starting to play a whole lot better after giving up an awful lot. And uh, so it's going it's going to be a, a battle for sure. There's no doubt about it. But um, I don't think Arkansas would have to do anything. I just just let's find a way to play our best game. And if they beat us, so be it. But let's not give them anything. Last week, one of the maybe as impressive statistics that came out of that game was talking about Milrow. He throws the ball better longer down the field than he does on the short or inter- intermediate passes. Well, doesn't KJ do the same? Yeah. I think he's better on the deep pass. But I'm saying he was he was seven of uh, he completed seven passes of twenty yards or more. That's a pretty impressive statistic. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a, he had a lot of versus. I mean, look, if you looked at that Texas A&M game, that was really their offense early on. I mean, the deep ball. And uh, they decided to go ahead and feed Jermaine Burton uh, at a high clip. 
And uh, that's a guy that has not been very, very involved in this Alabama offense. But he was the guy that Milrow was looking to time and time again. So we're definitely going to have to make sure we've got eyes on Jermaine Burton and uh, what he's doing because they're going to try – if you give Alabama chunk plays, that's really a, a problem. So limiting those chunk plays, making them go to long haul and really try to execute because if you get in situations that are, you know, third and five, third and six, and Milrow, Milrow will throw you one. He'll give you one. And so um, keeping him from really taking advantage of a streak route. And so, like, when you're a quarterback and you're struggling in the passing game, being able to throw a streak route right down the sideline is one of the easiest things you can do. And so making sure that your secondary is backed up and prepared for that, forcing him to do things over the middle is really what you got to do defensively. And after his interception the other day, he's learning how to overcome those mistakes. Went 8 of 13, 121 yards and two touchdowns after the interception. So that's yeah. just part. Look, he's growing into it. Tommy Reese is growing into play calling for him. What you just got to hope for is they're still growing. They're not. They're clearly not there yet, and it will take a while for him to get to where his ceiling is. But uh, this Razorback team is going to have to force more of those critical mistakes and then not allow him to rebound after like A&M did last week. When Rick was talking about a few moments ago the uh, nine false start penalties for Alabama, Nick Saban's going to be breathing fire. He's going to want to clean that up. Arkansas had five or six, take your pick. Uh, because I think there were actually two of them that occurred on Kudus, uh with kind of a, a pre-snap type of issue. What can Sam do to clean up these issues? Because, I mean, Limmer has been, I mean, I'm sorry, Latham has been getting almost, it seems like, an average of two now every game. I'd realized there was none, no penalties that were called against A&M. But just to say, in the games outside of A&M, it seems like, Latham is getting at least two per game false starts. What can Sam Pittman do about this situation? Well, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, it's, it's all about focus. And when you talk about these offensive linemen, um, false starts, all that kind of thing, a lot of that uh, has to deal with the guy that's across from you. Uh, and if the guy across from you is giving you the business now, you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to do now to, to really stay in front of him? And then, it, you, I mean, you look at being in a, a loud environment, but I think there's certain things you can do in regards to um, making sure that you're going on first sound or you're, you're doing silent counts, those types of things where you're not doing a long cadence. But now what that does is limit you from an, an, an being able to check out of audibles and checking into a different play, those types of things. But Arkansas is a team that does not need to have negative plays offensively right now because they're struggling so much moving the football. Anytime you go back five yards, that's a problem. I mean, when you get on goal line, you get on the goal line, you're on a three, and then you have a penalty like that, and you go to the eight, you have significantly increased... Uh, the difficulty of getting into the end zone right now. And, again, that's one of those things where you also get into that mindset of, oh, no, here it goes again. And so that's why I continue to talk about mindset and focus. Uh, there was a time where we really felt like, you know, that, you know, this offense was going to have a great game plan, this defense was going to have a great game plan. And when you do that and you put your kids in a position to be successful, then that, that, that instills confidence. And right now, I mean, they're, I, I, you know, I think they're struggling with their confidence. I mean, simply because they, they've lost this many games in a row. But, um, yeah, it's, to me it's a focus thing. Um, and, and doing things that, that your offensive linemen like. You, you may sit down with, with Brady and say, okay, well, you know, what's going on? I mean, um, man, how can we help you make sure that this doesn't happen? And so uh, I'm, I'm certain Cody Kennedy and those guys are really trying to dissect that, analyze that. And then you, you, you find out what's comfortable for your, your offensive linemen. You find out what's comfortable for your offense. Do what they feel comfortable with early on to see if you can have some success. And then you try to create more confidence. All right. Let's, uh, can we, let's talk to Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Quinn. Yes, sir. And uh, Randy, you just talked about what could Sam Pittman do. Quinn, I mean, you're a high-level quarterback, and you own the room and you have a players-only meeting, and I don't know how many you've been a part a part of, but when you have adversity, oh, yeah. you get your, you get your closest guys close to you, and you figure out what we can do. And 
we're not we're not the strongest. We're not getting a push off the offensive line, but you figure out how to get together. KJ has to get that 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 players only meeting. Get the guys together. Sam and them they can't get on the field with you. We have to make this work. If, if you've got to dumb down Enos's playbook, find something that works. But when talk about just the players only meeting and what KJ KJ could do, just to, just focus themselves on whether it's the penalties. If you say Lim or whoever, I don't. You're not gonna have any penalties. I got your back. This game, just stay focused. I got you. Talk about that, Quinn. I'll get off here. Appreciate it. How about them Braves? <laughs> you give him a chance. He was all discouraged on Monday, and they came back. And well, he, he hung up on me. I was trying yeah. to get him before he left. <laughs> no, I, I think I think Savage has. Uh, I mean, you know, those player only meetings can can really help. And you're right, KJ is the leader of this of this football team, and and so I don't know if they've had any meetings this this week or not. But if if KJ stands up in front of that team, everybody's going to listen. And so that may be something that needs to take place at some point in time. I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if that's taking place. But we had several of those uh, when things got tough. We had several of those when things were good to make sure we stay focused on uh, the task at hand. So play, player-only meetings can be really, really good for you uh, and, and help you out with that. Uh, if if you're doing it the right way, so that that may be something that he's taking a look at, but I don't know that he is. All right, we are approaching the break. I'll squeeze this in real quick from Military Mike. He said, uh, "Do you believe in Jordan Love as the Packers' field general?" I'm trying very hard, but he's making uh, first-year mistakes, which he's he first is a first-year quarterback. quarterback. Well, but it's his third year around. Uh, finally, Matt LaFleur's play calling is a bit suspect. I thought he was better than this. Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt, Matt, when you have a quarterback by the name of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron wasn't perfect his first year. Yeah. I mean, he, there was some struggle there as well. It took yeah. him a little bit to grow into it. Yeah, but he was Aaron Rodgers. It still took him a year. <laughs> it did. Job Time Sports will continue. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. I know the last three years people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L- This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, thanks again to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. We're joined by Quinn Grovey, Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater. I heard um, Pigskin Preacher today talking about double Bs, about gassing it, grabbing it, and go. Well, he didn't quite expand upon the grab because the grab is meaning you need to go inside need to check out all the October specials. And grab means you pick one up and you take it to the counter and you pay for it, by the way. And that means you probably, probably took advantage of the Honey Bun special. There is a Honey Bun special, two for one dollar. There is also numerous, more than I have time to talk about. There are some great drink specials, and it's still kind of hot out there, so you still need to hydrate. 32-ounce Snapple, 2 bucks. Core Hydration Water, 30-ounce, 2 bucks. And I could go on and on about the drink specials you will find at Double Beast. Now, Pigskin Preacher, gas it, which means you stick the hose in your car. Grab it, which means you go inside. You find one of those October specials, and you pay for it, and then you go. Double B's, gas it, grab it, and go. And as mentioned, we are joined by Quinn Grovey. Quinn left. Quinn had to get on the airplane. Oh! So, remember, he was going to be on at 6, or we had to get on the airplane and fly back, and he's going to let us know if he gets back in time to still be on at 6 as well. But he just he just got on the plane. Oh, I didn't get the memo. Okay. Well, he called me. He, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we may get him back at 6. We may not, but we did get him for 30 minutes. So thank you to the Sonic group. And anyway. Well, Quinn, I hope you did gas it, grab it, and go. So. <laughs> well, he well, he yeah. went. Well, I think the airplane has gassed it and grabbed it, and they are gone. <laughs> they are gone. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, you can't find a better situation than that. Okay, okay, scratch Quinn Grovey on my... I don't know if they gassed at Double B's, so though. Do they have a Double B's at any airport? I've been told they do. Do they? I've been told they have, at all the airports, they have <laughs> a a convenience store inside really? the terminals. Wow. And you can run in there, and uh, they got an extra long hose that they can put inside the planes. <laughs> and uh, so you can gas it, grab it, and go, even there at the airport. Go. Wow. Yeah, you learned something today, didn't you, Rick? So did I. Let's talk to Tony. Tony, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. What's up, buddy? Yeah, good afternoon, Randy and uh, Rick. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I was going to ask Quinn a question, but I can ask you all the question, too, or, or the observation that I've noticed, is that this year, uh, KJ doesn't have near enough time to go through a progression on Reed, and I think that's why the tight end was utilized, and I'm glad he was. Uh, I wish maybe he'd been in some more games earlier in the year, and maybe that would have made a huge difference even lining two tight ends up. But uh, that's something that I've noticed, you know, and that might have been why he threw that pick. I mean, that one that he threw straight through the Ole Miss guy. Uh, 
that was painful. But uh, I, I don't think the blame can be on him when he's not getting enough time. And some of that, I wonder, is is the offensive line. You know, you got to get that direct push off the snap, and maybe that's why they're trying to get they're jumping offside because they're trying to get that that you know that advantage of pushing off first and. But that definitely needs to be corrected as well. But also, uh, I wanted to ask a question about high school football rules, if I could. And I'll make it real quick, and then I'll hang up and listen. But I was watching the game, and it was a BB against Pine Bluff. And BB had the ball fourth and goal on the nine and threw a pass in the end zone. And their guy was pass interfered. And the, the officials brought it back to the original line of scrimmage but left it at fourth down. Is that a new high school rule? Because I wish it would have been in play when I played because I would have been an all-state defensive back if it was, and I'll just hang up and listen. Now, did he say it was defensive pass interference? That's what I understood, yes. it to fourth down? No. And it was, down. I don't know if it was fourth down when the pass play occurred. No, uh, it's, it's, it's an automatic first down. Yeah. No uh, in fact, I don't. I don't think high school does even what college does, and that is, if the penalty is uh, more than fifteen yards, then it's a fifteen-yard mark off. If it's less than fifteen, do they not mark off fifteen? Is it a spot? Should, okay, yeah. all right. So, so college, yeah. but it still should have moved forward. I mean, there should have been a fifteen-yard penalty and a reset yeah. of downs. Half the distance, if that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand why that uh, nope. didn't didn't happen that way. Don't know that one. All right, uh, the uh, couple of questions uh, Tony asked about reads. This is my understanding because I don't know we've we've totally grasped what this offense is, but my understanding. There is multiple reads that you have to go through as a quarterback in your progression. If your first one is not open, your second one, your second progression, your second read may be such and such. Third, if you have that much time, it may be dump it off in the flat. That's your safety valve. But uh, my understanding under Kendall Bryles, KJ only had like one or two reads. And uh, that was a lot of questioning why he would sometimes focus lock in on one receiver is because it was just one read. But um, then the other part about the offensive line is Sam Pittman has tried to explain this week. There's been a lot of stemming. uh, There's been stunning and they've had a bunch of blitzes. And I think offensive linemen and yelling which that's always gone on. The opponent is always, they, they just can't duplicate your snap count, but they can say, you know, watch such and such or 35 or whatever it may be if they're, if they're giving uh, a play call to switch into. But most of these penalties, it seems to me, it's just a guy that's over them above, whether it's in the gap or whether it's heads up, he starts moving a little bit and the offensive lineman gets a little jumpy. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, I, I would think that the movement by the defense, and Saban said similar thing on that, but I would think that would lead more to the inability to block them in open holes yeah. than it would be to jump, jump. Yeah, I agree. sides or, or procedure. It's, it's a, a lot of more teams are using that defensive shift uh, right before the ball starts right. than, than we've seen. Right. Probably because somebody's successful with it, so say, well, hey, let's do that too. Or we found out a team is susceptible to it. Right. And if we jump at them, they're going to jump right back. And that's going to be right. a false start. Against now, Central Arkansas earlier this year, North Dakota State, who's the Alabama of the FCS, sure. perfection in terms of their pre-snap movement on defense and how they timed it. And got us to jump a couple of times. Now, it was also in a dome with, you know, 18,000 people and some super concentration of loud noises. But when they move like that and do so in coordination, it's it's very difficult for an offensive line on the edges especially to be able to, you know, get that snap count right in a hostile environment. Now, Chris, I, I don't know what your quarterback does for UCA, but K.J. Jefferson... When he slaps or claps his hand. That's, that's what Will does at Central Arkansas. That is the signal. It's a popular cadence yeah. in college football. It's almost, yeah. we see it all over the place, right? And if there is enough film study, don't you think the opponent can learn that? Because you've, I mean, I've watched Jalen Hurts 
uh, back at Alabama yeah, and then right. at Oklahoma. Yeah. Gosh, he might he might give the the <laughs> fake hand clap about three or four times. I mean, do you guys remember Tebow was doing this back in you yeah. know, ten year plus years ago? So Will does that as well. It's very popular. Um, and what happened to us, interestingly enough, two games ago at Southern Utah, a defensive player did that as Will was going to make checks at the line. A defensive player clapped, and our offensive lineman snapped the ball as fourth down, and they didn't call it. It's supposed to be a person. Uh, it's, it's supposed, supposed to be a, to be a foul. I think it's a, yeah. I don't know if it's a personal foul. I think it's a delay a game. Um, but it's supposed to be a foul on the defense. So if they don't catch that, then your offense can completely be in flux when center snaps the ball, quarterback's not even there. So if that's something that Alabama does before the snap where they've timed the movement right before the ball is snapped and they are able to follow the cadence down to that last clap before the snap happens, that offensive line is going to be in trouble this Saturday if they don't stay focused on it. Yeah, but I mean, if if the guard is the one that's going to tap the center to yeah. tell him to snap it, yeah. I mean, what is the difference? I mean, you're telling me a defense can't look at film and get oh, that down yeah. pat, your habit, your characteristics, you're putting your offensive lineman almost in harm's way. Well, and the challenge may be for an offense like Arkansas where you're now cycling offensive linemen in different positions where you're trying to keep it as elementary as possible, right? Where as this is a game you'd want to be able to go in and show some new looks and some new um, formations or, or maybe a different opportunity for you to get deeper in the playbook that they haven't seen, but the fact that they have been able or they've had to shuffle the offensive line the way they have, they need to keep it as simple as possible and just stay within their gaps and hope that you know there's not an exotic blitz coming their way or pressure on one side or overload on one side to where that offensive line is overloaded and can't do anything about it. But that's just what Alabama's going to do. Of course, they're going to study it better than anybody with Nick Saban on the other sideline, that defense. Bad news. Nick Saban also says that <clears throat> crowd noise last week at Texas A&M might have been a factor because they go on a silent count. When you go on a silent count, obviously, I think he said the guard touches the center. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but nonetheless, a silent count. Well, if it bothered Alabama, Arkansas has just played at LSU. They played on a neutral field where they didn't have any penalties, and they played at Ole Miss. So I don't. if you're going on a silent count, perhaps that's part of the issue as well with Arkansas. I, I don't know. Could be. It uh, doesn't look good either way. Uh, let's talk to Jack. Jack, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. Always enjoy listening to you in, in you. the afternoon. I had a baseball question for Rick. Um, you know, baseball's played six months, mm-hmm. and then we get into the playoffs, and the one and two seeds from both sides sit for five days, and then they go into a, uh, the best of five series. And I just think that's crazy. I think it should be at least a best of seven series, but... I didn't know what you thought about playing six months, and then after a couple games, like Baltimore, you're you're gone home. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, Baltimore was kind of in a hitting slump at the end of the year anyway. Uh, I think for somebody like the Braves, it's more evident. But uh, I've heard arguments both sides. And really, if you can get a few days off and rest your pitching staff at this stage of the year, it's probably a benefit. Um, it, it shouldn't make it should not make that big a difference. You're talking about guys that are the best in the world, and if they get a few days off, it shouldn't make any difference. And yet, um, we look at the Arizona Diamondbacks. You think how can they be beating the Dodgers? Well, and maybe because they played two games earlier. The Texas Rangers. You can say, gosh, they beat the Orioles. Yeah, but they beat the Tampa Bay Bucks two straight, or Tampa Bay Rays two straight, and Tampa Bay had the second best record in the American League. So, I, I don't. I think you can argue it both ways, um, but but I think it's it's only fair if you win your division or if you have the best record that you don't have to play uh, in a first round game. And and to extend it to four out of seven, you're already right now the World Series can get into November. What if the Twins are in there? They're going to play in the snow. Merry so, Christmas. So, so adding another four out of seven, I think, Thank is you, a little Jack. too much. A little too much. Split the difference. Give them a couple of days between series. Maybe three days max. Five days, I think, is way too long, though. Well, you uh, can't help it because the teams you're waiting for. I realize that. Got to figure out a way, though, to make it work. Get in the zone with
with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 1037 The Buzz. Land specialist Mike Poor at Whitetail Properties Real Estate chose forestry as his profession and has been a registered forester for over 30 years. As an accredited land consultant, Mike speaks land. He can help buyers like you find attributes on property that you might have overlooked or not fully understood. He also knows how to market property and negotiate transactions by understanding the needs of each party and providing solutions by being innovative, creative, and diligent. Call Mike Ford today at 501-428-7177. Whitetailproperties.com. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in White. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's kayak chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Mokin 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Drew Self in Hot Springs or Todd Matthews in Benton for a free insurance review. Blue Jeans and Bubbles, October 19th at the Argenta Plaza, presented by Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas. It's a great event with craft beer tasting, live music, and barbecue from Buzz BQ People's Choice winner, Black Mamba Barbecue. Go to bluejeansandbubbles.org. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed Catfish Dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater. The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. And that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities, just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com. And whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy homes run a business, and a whole lot more. Check them out at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. And before we go back to our phones lines, let's go to my man out in Vegas, Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen, and on the street, ready to roll the double R prop specials. Yeah, we got those up, and uh, yeah, um, they're 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 very very interesting. I just saw the KJ Jefferson one, and uh, that one right there. I, I know this was a hard work on this one. 
playing Alabama at Alabama. So uh, I think what the spread is right now at 19 and a half. So uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough test for the Hogs, and uh, hopefully they can bounce back. But uh, you know they got a kind of tough road this weekend. But hey, anything can happen in college football, and there are no guarantees. Well, I added also by popular request, I put back in Landon Jackson. And uh, then for the first time this season, I uh, have some specials for Ty Washington. So uh, there's some interesting numbers you got to be sure and take a peek at because I think there are some uh, <clears throat> I think there are some very good opportunities there. That's what I will say. And then we have Major League Baseball going on tonight, Neil. Absolutely. Uh, just looking at the Braves and. Uh... Looking at the flashbacks, matter of fact, I was just sitting down with the uh, flashback guys, uh, Simple Bet, who brings that product to us in Arkansas, and uh, and that is a fast-growing segment. There's a lot of talk about them. Um, a lot of the uh, sports books are now going to that. We've had that since uh, baseball, I mean, basketball season uh, last year, and uh, boy, the bets that we're seeing on it are growing and growing each week, and uh, we're working on making that bet slip a little bit faster so you can get those flash bets in and in a flash and then tomorrow night the national football league resumes and then a full slate of college football both nfl and college football coming up this weekend so a lot to be uh looked at and played where neil on betsterrison.com you can find this easily on the app stores and uh uh make sure you get registered before you make your bet because Sometimes we have to verify you, so make sure you get that done before the game's getting ready to kick off because you don't want to miss it. But if you do miss kickoff, don't forget you got flash bets and in-bet gambling, uh, in-bet uh, in-game betting on the Bet Saracen app, and uh, so you can always be in action if you want to be. All right, Neil. Enjoy your time there in Vegas. Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen, BetSaracen.com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store at bet saracen all right let's talk with stan stan good afternoon welcome to drive time sports hey randy my man how you doing man your tin can is working good today <laughs> yes sir yes sir mr mr rick shaper how you doing mr rick shaper i'm doing great stan how come the uh dual threat quarterback is two and four right now well, he got to have some help. He ain't super. He, he's doing oh, best he can. He ain't super, man. He got to have some you help, man. You said from hey, the very hey, beginning, hey, all you no need is a dual-threat quarterback. Yeah, we do, but you got to have some help. You ain't no one-man team. They got to have some help, man. Hey, hey, that man been running for his life. Hey, that man been running for his life. You're right. That we man been running for his life, man. We, we can't argue with you. We're just referring back to your original. <laughs> yeah, just remember what you told us. Hey, hey, Rick. Rick, they got that man running... Hey, Rick, that man needs a little help on the line. They got that man running for his life. Every play, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Hey, okay. Rick, let me ask you this. I'm going to let you go, man. I want to ask you a question. Now, okay. I heard. Ask me, am I, am I right or wrong, Rick? I heard this now. I might be telling me, am I right or wrong? Have you heard this thing? You ain't running it. I heard they finna get ready to build that statue at Nolan. That bold basketball season started. They finna get ready to put the statue up. Now, I'm going to hang up. Y'all have a good day. Thank you, Stan. Well, I've not heard that, but I, you know, I'll check into it. I'll ask. I think that would be a wonderful thing to do. He must have gotten a new tin can. <laughs> yeah. that's the best I've heard him in a while. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't break up. Man, I'm so impressed by that. Well, okay. He he's forcing me to do my research because I have not heard anything about that. I haven't I hope, either. I hope there's truth to it. And, you know, because I, I told you it's been nearly a year since I was told that was in it was in the discussion stages. So maybe they're... Ready to do some action on it. I hope so. All right. I'll find out. He's got some super-duper sources. I know that. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company, Life In Feedback. Kevin brings up a great question, and, and when he when he asks the question, it really sends whew, some bad vibrations. Let's just say it that way. He says, Khalif Battles. He said, what is y'all's gut feeling in battles being available for most of the season? Apparently, he's having the same issues he's had at his previous stops or stops. This happened in warm-ups the other night, right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he went out there, and then he left the floor, came back in street clothes, 
And um, I think he had a boot on, is what I remember. Also, what about Brazil and Mitchell? Hopefully we don't have a fifth year fighting injuries. That's what I'm saying. Man, you think back. The bad luck this team has had the last couple of years with key players being injured. Well, you know, everything we've heard on Brazil is he's doing great. Uh, Hopefully we'll start the first of the season in the games. Practicing, maybe not scrimmaging a lot, but he is, although we're told also that they don't scrimmage a lot in practice, but he's doing a lot of the drills and the five-on-five stuff, or the three-on-three. don't know if he's doing much five-on-five yet. And as far as Mitchell's concerned, I, I'm I'm not aware that he's hurt. You know, no, he has he's had some kind of foot, okay. ankle, whatever right. it may have been. Okay. But it looks like he's just about ready to uh, get back to 100% as well. Good. Let's talk to Dwight. Dwight, good afternoon. Hey. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, I'm settled down now, Randy. I, I got a question. Oh, no, you were fired up the other day. I need you some... <laughs> I need some cold water to spray on you. <laughs> I know. I got a question and a comment real quick, Randy, if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Okay, for you, for you and Rick, okay. If you said Missouri probably could be the swing game, and I, you know, we've only beat them like one time, I think, the, they, they joined, you know, the league. Uh, Missouri? That sounds no, like we're not going to build a whole game to me. Alabama has been in the 1900s. <laughs> yeah, no, they've, they've yeah. in Alabama, yeah, no, Arkansas has beaten Missouri more than once, but not. As many well, have they really? Yeah, but not yeah. in the SEC. What, I, what me and Randy were talking about the They've beaten twice, Missouri twice in the SEC. That's right. Both have fed, Bill. Okay. But, but anyway, we've never beaten Florida, Florida so I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you look at that right there. But, Randy, what you talked about the other day, I, I wanted to get Rick weigh in on this, and if you don't mind, too, Rick. Uh, why, why not throw more screen passes if we don't have a running a running game? Now, listen to y'all. What you got to say about that, okay? All right. Thank you, Dwight. Well, Sanders and Green have been very good receivers in the past. I don't know if we've seen DeBinion thrown too much, but um, sure, why not? Hey. They used them. If you remember, I'm thinking there was at least four. And I should have brought my notes up against here. Against Ole Miss? Four against Ole Miss, whether they were what I will call swing passes out in the flats. I know they tried a couple of bubble screens to the receivers that were blown up. Tesla one time just totally blew the I mean, he blew the the block. There was receiver didn't have a chance. He caught the ball, but he didn't have a chance. So I'm no. I'm thinking at least four. And was it against A and M or was it uh, against Ole Miss where they ran that uh, screen out to the right uh, in the right flat to Rocket Sanders? Where he went thirty something yards. Yeah, A and M. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're they're starting to mix a few more into. Uh, the game plan, but my point, Rick, what I made yesterday, and Chris, you may have heard this as well, but I said, when your running game is not working, throw the heck out of the draw. I mean, have throw, I've used the draw plays, throw in the flats, screens, anything. Get the ball out of your hand and give your backs an opportunity because they don't have an opportunity right now. They're getting the ball, and they're being met in the backfield. Well, and if they're only rushing four and still getting to you, screen's not exactly going to work all the time if they still have linebackers waiting on it. Yeah, It's good if if everyone's coming, if they have a blitz coming, and you can get them to bite, but they're just sitting at home. People have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive.